Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Wine, episode 348 from January 28th, 1997. It's a Tuesday night show with guests David Arquette and Minnie Driver. Now episodes 346 and 347 seem to be lost forever. If we track them down in the official archive or if we come across a fan recording, we will include them in the feed later on. At this time in 97, it appears David and Minnie are dating. David is promoting uh, Scream, which is still in theaters after its December premiere. And John's, his upcoming independent movie. Minnie is promoting some of her films as well. David has four other known appearances from the Adam Carolla era, and even one cameo during a 1999 episode with a cast of Being John Malkovich. That's the infamous David Arquette incident. Adam jokes about David and Minnie having sex during the commercial breaks. He speaks highly of Jimmy Pop from the band Bloodhound Gang, and talks about him licking him on the MTV show. He describes it in detail. And he says he wouldn't want the cast of Charlie's Angels licking him. He can't watch people kiss their pets. And he describes that in detail as well. Now, for a few years, we've had a partial fan recording of this episode, but no date. Now we have the full, complete recording. It's a very bizarre uh, episode. Oftentimes, when there are two guests who are dating, it kind of happens. Definitely a time capsule to a very specific period of the uh, latter portion of the 90s. And don't forget to rate and review us five stars on iTunes. Make sure to download every episode, listen to all that you can. I recommend listening to them all. And as per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Love Wine, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter, at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Full force. Love Line is meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain action, intrigue, exotica, or even sexually oriented content. Come on, baby. Listener discretion advised. Come on. Now, here's Love Line. In this corner, Adam Carolla. And in this corner, Dr. Drew. All right. Uh, phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. Here tonight with David Arquette and Minnie Driver. I'll uh, explain more about them in just a second. First, uh, hello to Dr. Drew, the board certified physician and the addiction medicine specialist. Hello, Adam. Are you setting me up for something? No. Oh, good. Let's I wish it. I had something. Uh, Mike, do you have any? No. No, oh, good. All right. Just the way you were just including me in your opening remarks, I thought maybe there was something important. You got to do to me. No? Okay. Uh, it is time for your uh, sodomizing, if that's what you're talking <laughs> about. Go. It's, it's getting go. near the end of the month. All right. You want go. it early? No. No. Okay. I was bored, so I had my tongue pierced. I was bored, so I put a spear through my penis. Okay. <laughs> True. Uh, uh, we don't need those revelations at the top of the show. Hey, All right, I da- did that, too. David, uh, now... Always bored. <laughs> Let, let's get the plugs in for just a second here. David uh, is is in Scream, uh, best part of Scream uh, for my money. And if Courtney Cox was in, was in here, I'd say the same thing to her. But he he plays this like sort of um, Barney Fife type, and he's this uh, small town uh, deputy who's trying to sort of. Um, Make his pilgrimage into manhood, not taken very seriously, especially by the uh, voluptuous Courtney Cox, who's only using him for his uh, Courtney Cox. But it's all right. The movie, uh, the movie is uh, scary as hell for about the first three quarters and gets horribly convoluted at the end. For my money, well, that's all right. That was sort of a a butt plug, if you will. 
Yes, <laughs> it wasn't a full plug. Well, that was, it was certainly a butt plug. He's also, <laughs> he's also got a movie called John's coming out, which I saw an advance a screening of and enjoyed quite a bit. A totally different type of film than Scream. Uh, uh, smaller budget, smaller everything, but uh, a fine film. Uh, yeah, you, you play, I mean, you go from playing a, a sheriff to playing a, a male prostitute. Yeah. And let me explain male prostitution. <laughs> You're not banging good-looking older women. You're blowing uh, middle-aged men in parking lots. But that's yeah, all right. Very controversial. Uh, Dream with the Fishes. When is that out? That'll come out in about six months. In uh, RPM with uh, Fomke Johnson, who I happen to, uh, well, any any man has the hots for her. She was uh, in the James Bond. She was a villain. We had her on the TV show. She squeezed the life right out of Pierce Brosnan. She's great. So when's That's that coming out? Pronounce her name though, is it? Fomke Johnson. Jensen. Fomke Jensen. Jensen. There yes. you go. Jansen, Jensen. You just uh, always have to talk about Johnson. Look, look, you you Americanize whoever comes to this country, Drew. That's how it works. All right. Now, Mini Driver is from uh, Circle of Friends and uh, Sleepers. I didn't see Circle of Friends, but I did see uh, Sleepers. She has a nice big... Uh, there's a uh, star-studded cast. And the big oh, night. Yeah. And the big night. Yeah. And uh, anything you want to plug <laughs> besides yeah. David. Yeah. Look, now, wait. No, what's going on with no. you two? What are you guys going out? Sweet. This is the first no, uh, business uh, meeting. meeting. <laughs> you had a meeting? I'm, you not, I'm not his plug, but there's, I'm my own plug. There's so no, let me go ahead and do my yeah, plug. Go Nobody's ahead. plugging nothing. Everybody just settle down. <laughs> Give your plug. My plug is... Um, John Cusack. Yeah, Gross Point Blank, which is coming out in April, which is um, about a hitman. Okay. A second and John Cusack's in it. And yeah. Mini Driver. Right. Please, John Cusack is the, <laughs> that we've hit. gathered. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you play his. Sorry. I play his the girl he dumped on prom night, and I'm a I'm a DJ. Oh really? And I put him on the air, and I get people to ring in and tell me what they think I should do with him. And is it a? I know it's about a hitman, but it's, it, a, it's it, kind of it's a black comedy. Oh, it is. But, yeah. All right. So we'll look out for that in April. Yeah. Okay. All right. You guys uh, know how the show works. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't mean to offend you. I was just asking. <laughs> and uh, David looks uh, completely different than when I saw him two weeks ago. He uh, he went from uh, this uh, sort of all-American neighbor boy to uh, uh, Bono's... Uh, um, Metallica, bro. Metallica, sorry. <laughs> so like uh, a roadie from Metallica. Yeah. All right, Drew, yeah, yeah. thank you for putting the board where I can't see it. Just have it where I can see it? There we go. Russ, 19, you're on Loveline. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, like the movie Scream. Cool, man. Wouldn't say it was all that great, but I still liked it for the money, though. Yeah. Well, you said um, And David was great in it. But, yeah. But look. <laughs> he was so much better behaved on the television show. Though, right? Yeah, he's out of control. Yeah, on the television show, you were like, nice mannered, quiet sorry, man. Sorry. Oh, and now all he can say is these strange words. It's the goatee and the do. I'm sorry, I won't say it again. <laughs> all right, Russ. What's your question? All right. Um... My girlfriend and I are about to try anal sex for the first time and was wondering um, what I can do basically to make it more enjoyable. Not do it, probably. Uh, I'm saying uh, uh, Novocaine in the coolie. Russ? Yes. Who's into it? She into Both it? Us. Both of you. All right, Drew doesn't like it. Drew, what are you shaking your head at? I, don't know, I just don't buy the call. Just why don't you buy it? I just... Russ, why doesn't Drew buy your call? I don't know. I think it's a fake call. Yeah. Really? All right. Um, well, wait, wait. Give him a chance. If right. he's a, Go ahead, David. Go if on. you're serious, 
Yeah, if you're serious, give them the benefit of the doubt. Even though you guys want to try it, go for it. I don't know what, what you should can do, do to make it more pleasant. Wear a condom. Astro glide. Wear, wear, wear a condom. condom. Right, wear a condom. And lots of lubricant. All right. And uh, slow, gentle, and uh, don't. Right. And if it hurts, don't you know, do but it. It's, and uh, it's, it's uh, get an her a wooden spoon to bite on. It's an exit, not an entrance. Right. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am down with that. Dave, what are you? Well, it depends on who you are, but that's All right. my personal <laughs> You are uh, punchy. You're not high on drugs or anything, no, no, are you? No, sir. Okay. Never. Matt, 17, you're on Loveline. Uh, be, be careful, yeah. David. Adam is playing a super race, and uh, he's excluding anybody who uh, uh, listen, violates any of his principles. I'll take celebrity drug addicts, and don't worry. There's always room for them. Matt? Yeah. Hey. Okay. Here's the deal. All right. My girlfriend, well, actually, ex girlfriend now. Um, we were going out for about a month and a half, and then uh, one day she's acting all funny, and she, like, was just kind of, she wouldn't, like, she told me she didn't want to be touched or nothing. I didn't know what was up. And then she tells me that she's pregnant for, like, like two months, two months along from a guy she was with before me. <clears throat> and then, like, uh, a week later, we're over at her house, and we're fooling around, and uh, <clears throat> um, we decided, you know, we're going to have sex, and... I didn't have a condom, and she's like, you know, well, it doesn't matter. I'm pregnant, you know. She's like, you know, I trust you don't have no diseases or anything. So uh, we did, and then, like, a uh, um, couple days later, I see her again, and she's just acting really funny, kind of distant. And then uh, I asked her, asked her what's up, and we talked, and then we ended up, she broke up with me that day and wouldn't tell me why. And then... Uh, She's like, you know, I don't want to talk to you no more or nothing. And then a couple of days later, she calls me, and uh, she just kind of like, uh, uh, whatever, at first wouldn't say anything. And then she tells me that um, a few days after we had sex, she went to the doctor to get, like, checked. I forget what she went for. And uh, she tells me that that they did some tests on her and told her that the the kid she was pregnant with, like, miscarried and that she was, like, three days pregnant or something with my kid, and that... Oh, wow. All right, that she had dumped me because she thought that, uh, like, she didn't want to burden me, like, I wouldn't want to deal with it, and I just, like, told her that I would uh, deal with that kid before because I felt like I, like it was my obligation. All right, Matt, wait, Matt, let me wow. ask you a question. Yeah. You said she was two months pregnant from a guy she dated prior to you. Yeah. Did she slip out the back door and have sex with this guy while you're going out with uh, her or was this prior to you going out with her this was prior to me going out with her all right so you'd only gone out with her for a few weeks yeah about a month and a half okay so you got there just after uh, this guy left yeah she miscarried got pregnant again which is extraordinary it is extraordinary. Uh, yeah well that's the first thing i wanted to know is like is that possible? I mean, is it possible she's telling me the truth? Because uh, I, it's possible. It's not very likely, but it's possible. Okay. Uh, it's not very likely. You uh, think she's lying? Yeah. I just why think, would she lie about this? Well, why wouldn't she have mentioned to somebody or gone to the doctor when she developed a miscarriage when she had bleeding and two months into her pregnancy? Can you? Could you have it and not be aware of it? N no. No. Well. She said that uh, you can have, you can have, it can be absorbed. No, yeah, you could. She doesn't possible. sound like she's really in touch with her body. Yeah, Perhaps possible. she did. I mean, there are things that could happen that are possible it could explain. All right, but Matt, what is your question? All right, well, my first one was about whether it's possible, and then all right, the next thing is it's like, possible. All right. All right. After that, we. Uh, and, and by the way, I, I can't imagine somebody like that would be able to make that story up, really either. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's an extraordinary story. Right. Too. You'd have to have a diabolical mind, and um, I don't think she does. Yeah. Okay, and then, like, all right, the next the next part is, all right, after that, we, uh, we like, continued to talk and stuff because, like, all right, when I heard that, I'm, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, well, if that's the only reason that she broke up with me, then... You know, I can show her that I really do care and I really do want to support her and then we'll get back together. All right. So we keep talking and she's just, you know, I don't know if I want to get back together. And then, um, like today we, uh, this has been like two weeks since then we got together and hung out and ended up like messing around a little bit. And all right, I'm this close to hanging up on you, Matt. Why? Because you're four and a half minutes in a call and you haven't asked your freaking question. Okay. I called her tonight and I told her that I uh, I couldn't put up with her just giving me this I don't know whether we're gonna hook up again or not and I told her that that I just didn't want to be be with her anymore and stuff like like talk to her because it was just too hard for me to deal with. All right, and what happened? And she's like, you know, okay, maybe that's better because every time I'm with you, I want to be with you, but then when I'm not, I'm thinking that it's not a good idea. And I just want to know, like, did I do the right thing? Am I? I don't know if I... Yes, I think you did the right thing. I, I would wish that you could make this relationship work out, especially since you seem to be willing to get committed to a child. I would wish you would marry this girl and really have a family on behalf of the child if you guys are going to see that pregnancy. Well, I, I would the wish child. they'd give it up for adoption or she would right. get an abortion. Right. But it's it clear that she is terribly ambivalent. She's not clear that she wants to be in this relationship. And you need to... I think it's reasonable for you to request some clarity before you go on. Because it must be very painful for you to be in and out like that. But, but, All right, but, but, the, but you know, belly up on behalf of the child if you possibly can. True always yeah. uses the belly up adage when we're talking about pregnancy, which I, I always be, find ironic. You gotta belly ironic. up when it comes to kids. You yeah, gotta, but. Gotta belly up. This, this woman, Face this, this girl has, has some problems, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Major league yeah, problems. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, uh, she needs to be, uh, ignored or, or I'd treated love to talk cruelly. to her and see what happened to her and why she's having pregnancies with all these men uh matt mm-hmm. you got her phone number uh, of course you do for her yeah yeah we're gonna talk to her the doctor wants to talk to her matt okay all right yeah we're gonna put you on hold okay we're gonna find out what her deal is and we'll get to the bottom of how she feels about you all right all right matt yeah all right uh talk to uh lovely lisa or sherry and we'll get the phone number we'll get back to her all right moving on uh, rian on Rhiannon, like the Fleetwood Mac song? Rhiannon. Yeah, but that's Rihanna. No, it's not. It's Rhiannon. Oh, it is? Yes. Damn, Stevie Nicks so loaded, you can't understand what she's saying. <laughs> um, I just, it's about my parents. Um, I don't live at home. I'm 19. I'm engaged, and my parents don't get along all the time. They They seem to, and then they begin fighting, and... I get brought into it because my parents call me. My mom really leans on me. She tells me I'm her rock. And I can't handle it. And I want to help. I want to be there. I want them to get along and be happy. I have two younger brothers that also call me upset because my parents are fighting. And I don't know what to do. Well, the way your mother is putting upon you is totally inappropriate. Absolutely. And listen, as a parent, you are the rock. You you have pebbles, but that's it. You are or you don't parentalize a child. Perhaps bam bam, but you don't have a, a, a rock. You don't give birth to a rock. You're the parent. You have have a little uh, dignity and and oh. I mean, we have so many parents that are just screwing up their kids through all this stuff that they're dropping in their lap. Uh, you know, the worst case scenario is when they, you know, get divorced and they bring home um, uh, Larry the molester who feels up, the stepfather feels up the entire family. 
But right. this is this is uh, almost as bad. I so mean, no, it's another form of, of uh, eh, let's call it abuse. How do you do without feeling guilty? Well, you know, turning on a parent. I feel like my mom really needs me because she grew up. She has a really low self-esteem. She grew up yeah. with abuse. Well, guess what? But guess what? You're not the solution to her problems. She can't raise you. She can't give birth to you to be an extension of her in a way of acting out and therapizing her problems. She's there to be your parent. Right, it's, it's yeah. totally it, it's totally recalculous. Thank you, Drew. It's totally one, inappropriate for her to to put this upon you in this manner. What, what were you going to say, David? I was going to say just uh, another thing. I'll uh, I don't, I just have a belief that if two people don't really belong together, I mean, maybe your mom would get another freedom from leaving your father. No, I don't but know. her mom is used to abusive relationships, and so uh, this yeah, is this, the, this is the only kind of relationship she knows how to maintain. If yeah, your mom, if mom were actually able to get better. Freedom. Well, maybe mom needs a little therapy. I mean, yeah. mom were actually able to get better. I and been uh, with my mother to counseling. Why doesn't no. she go by herself? Yeah, she's. I think. Mean, she, I see mean, how symbiotic that is, Rhiannon. Rhiannon. What the, pressure she's putting on you to, to go? I mean, you you are not allowed to individuate from her. She can't tolerate you being a separate person. You've got to be an extension of her for there at her whim, for her needs at any time, regardless of the consequence upon you. You're a separate person. You need to assert that if you possibly can. I, she's, she may have robbed you of the ability to do that at this point. And she needs to go to therapy for herself, develop a sense of individual self of her own, so she can stand up to your dad by herself. All right, so next time you go to therapy with mom, wait in the car. Drew, uh, I know you didn't see fit to write down another call, but I'd like I to move on we, with I the show. I we'd be back here. Oh, okay. No, I can't stand this. Uh, hey, Matt. Yeah. Your, uh, the phone screeners say uh, your girlfriend's sleeping. Mm -hmm. Probably with another guy. <laughs> All right, listen. We spent a long time on you, Matt. Uh, you have a child. It's now uh, time to become an adult and assume the adult posture. All right? Uh, make the child your priority. As far as the relationship, uh, God bless you. Good luck with it. I don't give it a snowball's chance in hell. But, but, but you're not unreasonable. But give it a run. You're, you're, but he's asking for some sort of ultimatum, and that's right. not unreasonable. Be a rock, not a pebble, buddy. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> so say it, Adam Carolla. I like that. <laughs> and I like being quoted once in a while, too. Thank you, David. <laughs> I feel like Mark Twain all of a sudden. That's all he likes. Mark Twain with, uh, with a boner. I look like Mark Twain. <laughs> you know, I once, uh, speaking of... Uh, she I'm, knows, man. She's English. I had like a 15-year-old girl tell me once, hey, yeah, you look like this uh, celebrity. And I said, yeah, who? And they went... Elliot Gould. <laughs> and I went, oh, Christ. You, you wanted George Clooney. Hey, right. <laughs> That's a good segue. Elliot, yes, you go, go ahead. Cool. In John's, I have a nice little love scene with him. Absolutely. Is that true? So, I mean, Adam. Yes. Know, well, there's we no money shot, to... but there's a love scene. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I don't know what they edited out of the film, but you guys actually kiss, right? That's right, man. You kissed Elliot Gould? I just I kissed <laughs> Elliot Gould. Pucker up. <laughs> was, and now Pucker was, up, Adam. Was that? Way to go crazy. Did he slip you the tongue? No, no. but he was sloppy anyway. He has like a... He has an overbite? Impediment. Uh, was that weird? Uh, I mean, I know it's acting, and I know... Uh, yeah, it was strange, but I mean... Kissing still like your lips meeting someone else. It wasn't You're tongue, man. We didn't have the same tongue kiss. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's got to be weird like Minnie if you're just kissing a guy. Yeah, it's weird. And any, I defy anyone to say it's not weird. It is. You're kissing them. You, you're saying, I'm playing a scene. I'm acting. This person has a, a wife and small children. And I don't uh, find them attractive. But nonetheless, you're kissing them. And it's intimate. 
And when you re- do, you, do you ever? It's not, like, it's not like getting turned on by that, but it certainly crosses your mind that it's a very odd situation to be in. Do you just go? I mean, uh, I've never had to do a uh, theatrical kiss, and I only have like like if I started kissing someone, you should try. I would start slipping the tongue, even if I, when in. I kiss my <laughs> grandma. Sometimes it'll happen just on reflex, because your mouth and tongue are just on. When someone says, "Look, kiss somebody passionately and make it look good," I think you would just out of reflex. Just sort of start going. I think, sometimes, are, I think you learn to put a you put a, a leash on your yeah. tongue. Well, certainly when Elliot's in front of you. Sometimes. I'm not. If Fomke uh, <laughs> Johnson uh, Jensen Jansen. She played my sister, man. There's no kissing. Oh, Fomke did. Yeah. Okay. Because I ran. There's this whole taboo series that's out in the video store where there is a lot of kissing going on in uh, between brother and sister. You got to look into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Re- Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. I'm calling you Rihanna because that's what Stevie Nicks says, I swear okay. to God. Okay. Um, I guess that I got another chance to say one more thing. Um, Dr. Drew? Yeah. I hope you deal well with flattery. I told my fiancé, Ed, this, and he insisted that I tell you, I think you are absolutely sexy. I love your voice. I listen to the show because of you, and I watch on MTV just so I can see you. Well, what about me? <laughs> I don't... You're she a different kind of sexy. I'm a different kind of... I'm the ugly sexy? <laughs> I, I find Dr. Drew's intelligence absolutely... I, I right. love it. Let me explain something about intelligence. Hold on just a second. I am so Th- thank you. sick and tired yeah. of uh, me being... Wait a minute. Let me thank her for that. All right, go ahead. Well, you get all kinds of praise. I'm just thanking her for those kind remarks. Thank I you. am so tired of being uh, Jerry Lewis in this comedy team of ours, uh, Mr. Martin over there. I'm so tired of... Oh, and you're let the, me tell you something. Sidekick, when when one guy is referred to as the smart one, it just by uh, omission, that makes the other guy the moronic one. I have a different sort of intelligence. It's not a uh, it's not a book smart. It's, a it's not a learn smart. It's, it's a, a game, certain man. savvy. Now, wait a minute. I admire Adam's intelligence. Uh, thank you. Even if nobody else does. Drew said that because he knows we're getting close to commercial and he didn't want to hear full. All right, Drew. Why don't you? Uh, well, let's let's tease a little call here. Anthony, twenty. Rock, man. That's right. <laughs> Who's the smart one, Anthony? Hey, you are, Adam. That's man, right. Adam. That's she's in love with you, Adam. Yeah, that's right. She loves your voice, man. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, next bong load's on me, Anthony. <laughs> there you go. Rock on, bro. Um, I got a problem. Uh, yeah. I, me and my old lady, you know, when we uh, get intimate, I uh, ejaculate too quick, she says. Okay. Very common. Anthony, we're putting you on hold. We're going to uh, discuss it between David uh, Minnie and uh, the barrel, and the brain over Empty there, the <laughs> and uh, we will we will tackle it when we come back. Tackle. Call one eight hundred love one nine one. Catch your radio. Oh yeah. Love line. We'll be right back. Wash your hands. Let's face it, going to Costco or Sam's Club can be really kind of a frustrating experience. Long lines, giant carts banging into you, big crowds, impossible to find a parking spot, and can be certainly a big time waster. Well, now fortunately, Boxed.com helps alleviate these issues. Boxed.com allows you to do all your wholesale shopping on your mobile device. 
no membership fees, and all the shipping is free for orders over $60. Box.com has hundreds of products similar to Costco and Sam's Club. Do you want to save yourself from the embarrassment of buying large quantities of, say, TP in public? Well, now Box.com is here to help you, and it will deliver hundreds of bulk-sized products right to your door, and again, for free for orders over $60. So just sit back, relax, and shop at your leisure online or on your mobile device. We'll notify you when your orders ship and when they're delivered. Stop paying retail and save yourself the headache and backache. With Box.com, we bring the Big Box Club experience to you. Save time, gas, and membership fees with Box Wholesale, the Big Box Club in your pocket. So get on your mobile device, visit Box.com, and enter promo code ADAM on the checkout screen for your 15% discount. Hey, everybody. It's Nicole Palizzi, but you may know me as Snooki from MTV's Jersey Shore. I totally feel like Snooki doesn't exist anymore, so I want you guys to get to know Nicole. Download my new podcast, Naturally Nicole, at podcastone.com. A lot has changed in my life with becoming a mother, getting married, losing weight, being fit. So be a part of my new, fantastic, fabulous world. Download Naturally Nicole every Tuesday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. All right, phone number or love line, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Thursday night, 311, we'll be in here. Tomorrow night? Mm, I think it's Thursday. What day is it? What are you doing tomorrow night? Finding the love. I don't know. We're not I'm doing it. asking if there's any guests. I would have said if we had someone in between. Um, crabby tonight. All right. Well, wait a minute. Uh, 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 Jim Morrison and um, Jimmy Hendrix and Jimmy Hendrix hey! will be in here tomorrow. Yes, thank you for bringing That's that up, Drew. Uh, through uh, the uh, marvel of modern uh, technology, uh, Drew has uh, risen them from the grave, and uh, they'll be in tomorrow night. Thanks for bringing that up, Drew. All right, three eleven uh, Thursday night tonight. David Arquette, Mini Driver. Now, David Arquette has a movie out now called Scream. I'm sure you've all uh, seen it. He's also been in Buffy, uh, the Vampire Slayer, and. Uh, <laughs> Where the Day Takes You and Beautiful Girls and all kinds of stuff like that. It also has a movie called John's coming out on Friday. Fr- right. Friday the uh, 30, 31st. Minnie was in Circle of Friends and uh, Sleepers and has a movie coming out called Gross Point Blank with Alan Arkin and John Cusack in which uh, it's a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. There's therapy and, and a gun involved. It's, Even it's, a uh, hitman deserves a second shot. Right. Oh, is that the... Yeah, it's on the post <laughs> It'll be number one for three weeks just based on Clearly. on the tag. Oh, yeah. Just just that description alone sounds much like this this radio show you guys have got. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Drew... Uh... A gun or a hitman. Well, forget it. All right. You ready to move on? Yes, sir. You're very punchy tonight. I'm punchy. Hey, Drew, can we get a urine sample from uh, <laughs> David for later? That's what we ought to do. That'd be a fun thing to do. You guys uh, send a car and have for, a beer. Analy- That'd be a requisite of each uh, guest. Analyze uh, celebrity urine on Love Line. We get a little, <laughs> and producer Ann gets a little uh, sample as you know, they come have, in, and by the 11 have... o'clock hour, we get a whole breakdown of uh, pharmacology. They're going to have drugstore uh, over-the-counter uh, screens pretty soon. Absolutely. They may have it already. I'll check yeah, into it. Yeah, they're getting idea. into it. Drew, Drew mine's blue. What does that mean? Pregnant. <laughs> God. Anthony, dream. 20, you're on Love Line. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Yeah. All right, so uh, you you have a girlfriend and uh, you have premature ejaculation. Exactly. Okay. Has it always been that way? 
With her, yes. What about with others? No. No. Not really. Okay. And uh, what are you good for, time-wise? Mm, probably a good five minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I know sometimes it's hard to tell when you have a digital clock. You, <laughs> you can't work the seconds in. It's just uh, you're somewhere in between uh, 1023 and 1024. Somewhere around there. All right, so five minutes. Yeah, right. approximately. Right. Not a good night, you know? <laughs> right. And she's uh, she's not enjoying herself because of this? No. I mean, she gets all pissed off at me, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. All right, that's going to help. Uh, How often are you guys together? Uh, about a year and a half now. No, no, no. How often are you making love? Oh, probably on a good week, probably three times a week. And that that's what that's the level you guys both want to be at? Mm, I'm okay with it. You know, that's that you know, because I work a lot now, mm-hmm. and uh, she'd rather have it like every night. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, she would. Oh yeah. All right, <laughs> uh, many ever run into this problem? Um, <laughs> no. Like, uh, Not no. Da- David's fine. No, you guys aren't. No, no, no we, we established like that earlier. No, but I, no. I've run into that problem you quite have. a few times, sir. Yeah, yeah. And what do you do, what do you do to remedy that? Uh, there's not much you can do <laughs> once that happens. <laughs> well, sure. Like, once patience. it's done, you just lament. No, no. But patience but yeah, and compassion start maybe over. on the part of the woman. What's your uh, what is your downtime? Your you refractory gotta, period, Anthony. Just try a little harder, man. Just do it more than you do. I yeah. think, like, uh, if if you only do it three times a week. And it's only five minutes each time. Then do it that's seven times minutes. a week. Oh, yeah. See, that's one remedy. Yeah, yeah, just do it a lot and more. Especially since that's what she wants. That's one remedy. Yeah. All right. Well, you certainly could get it on a little more. But if you're busy and you're working a lot and you're stressed out and you're only able to connect three days a week, let's right. work on making the three days a little no, better. No, when you got three kids. No. You, know? you have three kids? Yes, sir. Uh, that's oh why. God, that's Prolonged so foreplay. Vanilla, go another minute and a half. You, <laughs> you guys be a single couple. All right. First off, Anthony, no more kids. No more. Yeah, definitely. You understand? Depo Provera works, you know? Right. I want you I want you to have it, too. Oh, yeah. It's a shot definitely. for contraception. <laughs> All right. So here's what you do. Obviously, uh, have you tried uh, masturbating sometime before this? I've thought about that. All right. Does that really work? Male contraceptive? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no. Adam is suggesting... Masturbation. Uh, uh, beforehand, and then... Well, then I, would, you, would you still be able to get an erection? Well, I think it's it's it's, 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 it's very delicate in the timing. Obviously, if you did it a minute before you were going to perform sex, <laughs> you would have some difficulty. <laughs> you would you would have to watch entire uh, episode of Renegade in order to get it back up again. <laughs> but and if you did it if you did it you know a day earlier, it may not make a difference. But I think you have to figure out what's your window. So lunch break is and then. You know. Yeah, I'd say for a virile 20-year-old uh, stud like Anthony over here, I would say if he gave himself like a half hour, 45 minutes, certainly that would add something to the uh, sex time. All right? And, uh, of course, my uh, pat answer is uh, at the foot of the bed, the poster of the Hey Vern guy. Hey, no, <laughs> something else that works sometimes. Just uh, stop for a second. Stop. Yeah, but, and, yeah don't move. You know. well, and also, you know, find <laughs> non-intercourse. Don't move. Things you guys Don't can do together other than have intercourse that uh, is many points. You were sort of thinking in that direction. You said be compassionate for each other. Just, yeah, have have other sorts of interaction than intercourse and uh, things will work themselves Drew's out. Drew's talking about going downstairs, right, Drew? If, if that's yeah, okay. I, we've been on the show long enough. I know when he's talking about oral sex. He starts talking about compassion and uh, finding alternate <laughs> routes and different ways. He means go down. Brianna. Hi. Hey. 
Um, first, I wanted to say, Minnie, you are such an amazing actress, and I loved your work in Circle of Friends. I totally identify with your character. And, and in Sleepers, I thought she was you. Puerto Rican. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but she we were just talking about that during the commercial. She plays this uh, sort of real ethnic uh, half-breed type <laughs> and with this Puerto Rican accent and, uh, and uh, pulled it off. I'll have to go see it. Well, thank you very much for that. Thanks. Um, Dr. Drew... Um, <clears throat> My mom was um, diagnosed bipolar mm -hmm. um, just recently, but she's had it for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And lately I've been really noticing, like, because I studied up on it when I found out that she had it, mm -hmm. and um, I've been noticing some of the same characteristics that, she's ha that she had in myself. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I wanted to know if you could just let me know some of the main characteristics that I could look out for because I've been through a lot like in my life so I don't know if it's just because like I'm a teenager and there's all that and then mm -hmm. added with like my bad past mm -hmm. or if I really could have it. Well, we're talking about manic depression. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean even somebody who survives a traumatic childhood can look like a bipolar teenager. Uh, you know, if you still maintain those same sorts of characteristics into adulthood, it increases the probability that it really is a bipolar illness. Bipolar illness is hard to diagnose. I, I as an internist, don't wouldn't even try to because it, it can masquerade as lots of different things. It can be subtle. It can be difficult to, to ferret out from other disorders. Obviously, the primary features are wide fluctuations of mood, and those cycles can take years where you can be depressed for 10 years and then manic for 10 years. Or they can be minutes where you cycle very, very rapidly, where you're back and forth from these wild... Well, how do you moves. suss that out? You don't do it through um, a physical test? I mean, no, like a blood the, sample no, or no blood something test. like there, that? There are testing. There are neuropsychiatric testing that can be done, but it's mostly through discussing somebody's history and getting to know them. And certainly family history does put someone significantly at risk for that disorder because it definitely has a familial predilection. Okay? Really? Oh, yes. Okay. So watch it. You know, you ought to get get seen by a psychiatrist to see if it's a possibility that some of this some medication might really help you because bipolar can be terribly uncomfortable. You can end up doing things that you really are not in your best interest just by virtue of the impulsivity that comes out of some of these mood disturbances. And, it's, and it can be very painful and it's unnecessary if it can be easily treated, okay? Okay. These days people are going more towards uh, anti-seizure medications to say it is that much of a biological disturbance that these, these anti-seizure medications work in stabilizing the moods in people with this disorder. Lithium is sort of the old standby and still works pretty well. Just All right. Try to get quiet <laughs> when that happens. Just try to like, settle down. You mean when you're getting manic? When you're freaking out. Yeah, but you can't because you got an imbalance. No, but sometimes you can. If you think about like just actually settling down, just whew, cool off. Uh -huh. That's a big thing, man. Right. You yeah, still it works with everything. It you do that? With, I don't think I you could do that for ten seconds. Come Are you on, kidding? Man. You still put the uh, cookies the out when uh, when Saint Nick's coming by, don't you? <laughs> Believe me, I do. This is a pipe dream. Uh, you no, need sir. some people. Look, I'm not a big fan of the medication either. But if you have uh, an imbalance, uh, get on it. The hell, I've seen it. Uh, I saw something on TV. It works it even works Check on yourself, dogs and man. stuff. Check yourself. Jennifer, twenty five. Hi. How are you? Hey. Good. Um, I'm calling because I need some advice. I need to know how to get the nerve up to approach someone at my son's daycare. And he is going through divorce. I'm already divorced. And I've been admiring him for the last couple of weeks, and I just cannot get the nerve to call him, to, to meet him. I have the kid do the bidding. 
I, that's what I thought. Pin a I note to no, him, no. says mom's horny. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. I just can't approach him. And I've been married. I've I've had relationships. And I, he's just really good looking. And I just cannot get up the nerve to approach him. And I just want to know, Adam, I think you'd have some great advice for me to just... All right, I would. And you thought I was kidding about the kid, but the way to do it is to use the kid to spearhead the whole relationship. Which I mean, is, you, find, you find a circumstance where, like a school event or something, you were both going to be there. Right. You tell the kid, what's your kid's name? Jamie. Jamie. Is it a guy? Yeah, he's All right, he's going gay. But no. listen, oh, yes, he is. But, 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 but that's fine, because he doesn't know what he is yet. Jamie, you know, what's his kid's name? Uh, Brogan. Brogan? All right, we got a, a gay and a lesbian. All right, this is perfect. All right, they're both going to hell. But listen, get Jamie to go strike something up with Brogan. Yeah, yeah lie to him. Look, look, Brogan's got chocolate in her pants. Go, go over there and go talk to her. And she'll go talk, and they'll start talking, and then you'll come running. It's the same way you do with dogs at a park. You let your dog run. The dog starts sniffing the other dog. Hopefully it's the dog of a good-looking, you know, uh, stewardess type. You run over there. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is a child. This is a child you're talking about. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're making an analogy. Yeah, you're telling her, her to be a pebble. I'm saying it is a lead-in to a conversation. Definitely, and but I, I think I you should draw the line at the dog. Be, be a rock. Don't, don't resort okay, to Okay, I'll take a higher I, form. Let's say you're out, like, walking your dolphin or something. I uh, actually, like tried to do that right but every time it happens like this evening he's like oh mommy mommy there's brogan's dad and i was i wanted to go up and say hi but then i thought to myself i'm like well then what am i going to say <laughs> well listen that is the icebreaker and then next time you see him that is the familiar face in the crowd and you go strike up the conversation you start off by complaining about what a-holes your exes were and it leads to sex <laughs> oh, and then you die. No. Yes. Is there right, something uh, about this guy that leads you to believe you might be rejected? Is that what's keeping you back? No, I just I don't know if it's my own self-esteem playing havoc with my mind or just, just where uh, you're at in your life right now with the recent divorce and all. I'm sorry. It's, it's where you're at in your life right now with the recent divorce that's keeping you. No, back? No, I'm ready. I'm ready to to meet people, right. and um, I just I don't really know what's stopping me. I just, I just need some uh, encouragement. Uh, I'm saying the child talks to the other child. You follow the child over, and you begin. The adults then have a conversation. It's pretty easy to interact with parents at a preschool. Yeah, you know. That's, that's how I thought it'd be a pretty good way to to go about it. But I mean, I, even if you don't use the child as bait, I mean, there's so much scurrying around in the I morning. I prefer chum, but all right, picking them up at the same time. It's very easy, I would think, to interact with somebody. All right, I don't think so. and then okay. listen. If he's divorced, if he's interested in you, and he's single. Once you get over there and introduce yourself and you start a little polite conversation, if he has some interest, he will start trying to lead the conversation down that path right. slowly. It may be, uh, so did you sign, um, um, Jamie up for the, uh, you know, field trip or perhaps I'm going to be there, you know, th that kind of thing. Right. All right. All right. Pull the, pull the leash off the collar. Let the dog run free. Pull the plug. A roof. And the more people get laid at these dog parks. Um, they don't even have dogs, half of them. Right. I, 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 just just, go I got a great idea. Uh, rent a pooch. Get laid. Or oh. don't just call its name. Just run around just calling, <laughs> Fido. Oh, I don't. Imagine that. I've lost my dog. Minnie, this is diabolical. You a, a little tear in the eye? <laughs> I can do, I've lost my dog. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling it's you. Cold. You would uh, have sex Music. with the entire park. You need a pooper scooper to clean up after you. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. <laughs> 
Now the Loveline weather report for the nation. Mostly neurotic throughout the southwest. There'll be some scattered indiscretions around the Great Salt Lake. Loveline's phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline will be right back. So you've got a couple of minutes to go catch something. Of course, building strong relationships with your team is key for any business. You have to meet, collaborate, and, uh, well, not always everyone getting together at the same time. It's hot, tough with people's schedules. So that's why we use GoToMeeting with HD Faces by Citrix. I think everyone knows that I'm a fan, and we use them all the time. Ironically, whenever we come up with new business, we're meeting through GoToMeeting. It's a simple way to meet in person, online, from anywhere. With GoToMeeting, you can share the same screen to review documents. So what I mean by that is you can actually put your document up or someone else's document up, and everyone on your team has an opportunity to contribute and work on that document and just turn your cameras on and you're having HD video conferencing with your webcam. GoToMeeting allows you to present, demonstrate, and simply meet from anywhere with any Mac, PC, tablet, or smartphone. Start hosting your own face-to-face online meetings today with GoToMeeting. Try it free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com today. Click the Try It Free button and use the promo code LOVELINE. That is GoToMeeting.com, promo code LOVELINE. All right, Loveline, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455, on Thursday, uh, Jim Morrison, uh, Jimi Hendrix, and uh, FDR uh, tomorrow night, according to Drew. David Arquette and Minnie Driver are here tonight. They have no project that they're doing together. I think they hooked up in the parking no, lot. No, no, no. <laughs> what, the what happened? We might be doing a project together. Oh, you may be. It's contingent on a few things uh-huh anything uh you want to talk about it Minnie, me she's she's very uh she, she believes in her art and she just wants to right all right so she's holding out for money let me translate that <laughs> no, awesome awesome deduction <laughs> mini no, from from a circle of friends and uh sleepers and now uh has a movie called gross point blank uh coming out with john kuzak and um david of course from scream and uh has got john's, john's coming john's, john's. Please, let me do my job. Sorry, sir. It's got John's coming out on uh, the 31st. That would be uh, this Friday. And um, RPM and uh, Dream with fishes with the Fishes. And uh, it's got a whole bunch of That's stuff. That's a good one, man. It's uh, about Boy, suicide. You know what happens with uh, actors? I've seen this. Uh, I, I don't know. I was just uh, talking to I saw Brett Harrelson uh, earlier uh, this morning. Saw Brett, huh? Yeah. And he was on the TV show and did the radio show just a week or so ago. And, uh, you know, actors just heat up i mean they they you know they do dinner theater for 10 years and then they get a good role an interesting role in a film that gets a little attention and then pow all of a sudden it's like oh they're choosing between you know 10 films and coppola wants to work with them doesn't really happen in other professions drew you do like a a good uh, appendectomy and it's not like there's some buzz around the hospital now is there Mm -hmm. no you're still the same schmuck you were the day before right Mm -hmm. you meet the right patient though and he'll lead you to more problems. <laughs> I don't know. That's Hold on. A... David's right. All right. Let's Analogy. move on. Buddy. Hey. 14. Um, hey, I had a question for Dr. Drew. Buddy. Um, well, see, I have this thing in my knee called Osgood Slaughters. Do you know mm. what that is? Yeah. Sure. Um, I don't even know what that one is. It's like a chronic inflammation of the knee. Yeah. Basic. It's real common. You get, you get, you get, you get a, Drew will never go along with this. You get a real prominent sort of 
tibial um, tubercle here. You, you have to have it drained, right? Not necessarily. You get what? a knot in the front of your knee here typically later on. Oh, no. Um, well, sometimes it's like if you hurt it. I had to. But uh, I was wondering if, like, marijuana or speed or something, could that, like, hurt it at all? Or would that, like, affect the growth? Not that I'm aware of. Um, are there anything that I could take? Because I'm taking a... Uh, Anti-inflammatory. A bone building calcium, I'm taking those. Yeah, you need calcium, magnesium, that kind of thing. And you need anti inflammatories when things uh -huh. act up. But Oscar Schlatter is, is self limited. People, you know, it, it doesn't cause any long term problems, particularly. Okay. okay. And uh, the other thing was, uh, Adam, I was just wondering if you had been on your on your fan uh, set up webpage on the internet. Mm. Mike was yesterday. He was telling us about it, actually. Oh, because there's, oh. this, thing, there's no. this thing on Yahoo, and on Yahoo, you enter your name. And it goes into this big thing, and you have this fan set up for you. This whole, this whole, whole pornographic uh, uh, thing called Boobville. Oh, I do. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's uh, dedicated to you. There's like Adam's bar, and then Adam's <laughs> strip joints. Well, the uh, Buddhists have the uh, Gohansen, and uh, I have the uh, Boobville webpage. Well, this is uh, fascinating, uh, buddy. How do I, how do I? I'm never going to look at it. All right, Engineer Mike, you, you show it to me. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I don't know why I have zero interest. I'm, I, I consider myself a narcissist, but I'm so damn lazy I can't even research my own narcissism. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a fine, it's a fine line. It's like I love pornography, but I'm cheap, so I can't buy nudie magazines. You know, I, I walk a very fine line in life. I think it's very extreme, nice irony. Yeah, it keeps me in place. My laziness keeps me in place. Exactly. I'd probably be out killing right now, except for I got a nap. <laughs> I've never looked up anything. I don't know what the hell's going on with the computer. People say there's an article in this or some web web page on that, and I go, oh, "Okay, I'll get to that," and then I can't even do it. All right, um, Drew. Yeah. No web page on you, I guess. Well, Josh. Heartbroken. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah. Um. All right. My problem is, you guys. Oh, well. First of all, hey, 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 uh, hey, uh, David, David Arquette, and me, Meanie. Um. Meanie. My problem is, is that everybody. At my school, I mean, this is not just like something that something started, but everyone thinks I'm, they think I'm gay. It's basically what the deal is. Uh huh. And I, I, I look at my my dress, and I look at my, my dress. I mean, the way I dress. Right. And I it's, look at. It's uh, cut a little high on the side, and people are talking. <laughs> and I, well, I, I don't know. I, I look at the way I dress, and I, 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 I'm just looking for reasons, you know. And right. And I don't, I don't know. Just, just it doesn't seem like I, I can really find anything. Okay. And like girls won't go out with me and I mean I had I looked in the mirror, you know, I'm not horrible looking. Is is it that they think you're gay? That that's that big a deal to them? I I I get teased all the time by like guys and stuff and it pisses me off. So that just that is just where they happen to uh go. Right? That, that I mean that's you know, it's the the horrible thing about the, one of the many horrible things about young people and how they treat each other. Mm -hmm. And for young males Really, the worst thing they can they can do to one another is call each other gay, which is which is unfortunate because the gay males who happen to, who are in fact gay, who happen to be around these exchanges, feel just horrible. Right. I mean, they, they 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 then they can't even express who they are because they feel like oh my god, that to them to my peers, this is the lowest cut that you can give someone. Right. I, right. Yeah. Well, I've often said that if you want to know uh, what your most uh, negative feature out uh, parent feature is. You just drive on the freeway and cut someone off. They yell the first thing that comes to mind. It may be, hey, Brillo head, hey, lard ass, hey, homo, hey, bucktooth. 
whatever whatever jumps out. And that's how you get a, a it's it's definitive and it's true. You don't know the person. It's the first thing that comes to mind, and that is your most outstanding feature is what they will yell. Also, kids do this. Kids uh, tune right into stuff. So, Josh, you're not gay. Josh, they're acting like kids. Don't take it personal. It's all whatever you feel in your head, man. All right, I'm going to show up for school yeah. every day when everyone's saying that. How do you get through the day when that's uh, you just The same way fat people get away with well, uh, going to school diet, every day. Know, even if this kid is gay, he's not going to get rid of it or, you know. Right. Right. Okay. I'm going to give you some tips. Now, first off, uh, let's lose Josh. We'll go to Joe. All right. No gay guys named Joe. All right. All right. Uh, number two, um, do you dip? You chew tobacco? Oh, no, I don't. All right. You have to do stuff that no gay man would ever do. <laughs> well, okay. All right. You got to dip. All right? All right. Get cancer in the meantime, but all, all right. right. Thank you. All right. It's just lip cancer. It oh, takes okay. a while. All right. Seriously, Josh? Yeah. You dress all right. There's no problems. Well, I mean, I, mean, I dress like, like other guys will, like, wear sports stuff, and, you know, I... I don't know. I always end up wearing like uh, I don't know. It's like like yeah. I know you got that ducky boy thing going, right? Uh, yeah. Stop. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I listen. I you know people hate me for giving this kind of advice, but if you dress a certain way and people give you a lot of crap for it, and you don't want to get the crap, then alter a little bit. Yeah. Do you think they'll start calling him different names if he alters the way he dresses? Uh, if it's if walk it, if, walk, if that's man. the basis, if that's the basis for their criticism, then I guess it'll it'll die out. But if, but people also they want to get a rise out of you. Sticks yeah. and stones, man. They're chumps. Right. Don't and take I it know, personally. But, but it, it gets to you after a while because yeah. like no girls that like really don't dig you, and you know, and you can't really have, you have any friends. You know. All right, you need I'm to... telling you, stand up for yourself. Yeah, start walking around. Be yourself. Now. Don't let those little things get to you and it won't intimidate you and you, re you really need to you need to here's what you do there's two things you do you need to kick someone's ass <laughs> no find one of the gay <laughs> yeah, guys well, find one of the guys who calls you gay who's like can find a wheelchair or something and just attack him <laughs> oh. all right okay number one number two you have female friends right Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, a lot of fag hags around. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Listen, that's great. you need one of them without much dignity to say that uh, you guys have been getting it on for some time. Oh. All right? It's true. It's, it's true. All it takes. Or like find a girl yeah. on the other side of town. Yeah, all you need yeah. is one woman saying what an animal you are in the sack, and I'll it shuts everyone that. up. Yeah, many. Oh, and if you can get a celebrity endorsement, <laughs> there's nothing better than that. You could have, like, an assembly. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> testing. Hello, this is Minnie Driver. Yes, you know me from uh, Circle of Friends and Sleepers, an upcoming movie with John Cusack. I blew Josh last weekend, and he had the biggest Johnson I've ever seen in my life. And I come from England. And America, and I've seen it all. Thank you. There'll be a fire drill at noon. The entire oh, I, I need to might have done it. I'll tell you, you got a lot of downtime in between the acting okay, gigs. I'm straight. I'll go straight. Tell me, give me the address. I'll go, go down. Go from high school out. to high school. It's just sort of. I'll be a service. I'll provide a service. Bail out these guys that feel yeah. uh, ostracized. Yeah, like Bail them out. Mini the beard. <laughs> mini beard. It'll be like a goatee. <laughs> Thank you for the you know, uh, courtesy yeah, line. Yeah, you got to put that on hold. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm um, getting some waves. Uh, Matt? Yeah. All right, we're going to put you on hold. Okay. Cool, right. but <laughs> what's his problem, Drew? Girlfriend wants sex more than he does. All right, and we'll be back. And a quick check of the out-of-town scoreboard. Wow, what the hell are they on about tonight? As usual, I have no idea what they're Call Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline. We'll be right back. 
Hey, this is Dr. Drew. Is your computer running slow? Well, MyCleanPC can clean it up and speed it up today. Now, you might be asking yourself, how did my computer get this way? It's so frustrating, right? Well, opening infected email, attachments, downloading music and games can slow your computer down. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, processor, and hard drive errors all to build up on your computer. MyCleanPC can help. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and admit it. You can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what's slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, internet clutter, and even remove viruses. And MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. All right, more Love Line. Uh, tonight's guest, David Arquette and Minnie Driver. David has, uh, well, David's in Scream that's out, and he's got John's coming out on Friday. And uh, Minnie was in uh, Circle of Friends and uh, Sleepers and has uh, Gross Point Blank coming out, and uh, I think it is in uh, April with John Cusack. Uh, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Drew, why don't you give out the uh, mailing address in case people want those uh, autographed pictures. That is Loveline, P.O. Box 4345, Hollywood, California, 90078. And what's the uh, AOL thing? LUV191. All right. All right. Everything in place, and we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, uh, Dr. Drew back, Adam Carolla back, uh, David and Minnie are uh, not back. They will be. All right. Why don't you want to go up there and go for a little coitus interrupt this, or do you think they'll just wander no, back, back in? There. Uh, okay, they're on their way back. All right, we're moving on. Matt, twenty-four, you're on Loveline. Hi. Um, I have a little problem. Um, I've been, I have this girlfriend I've been dating for about uh, four months, and sexually active for about three months. Um, and at first, our sex was, you know, great. Had it all the time, and now it seems like her sex drive is still striving and mine's lacking. Um, and she's starting to get the feeling that I'm not into her anymore. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Not the case. Not the case. Well, what do you uh, chalk up the lack of libido to? I'm sorry? Why aren't you as horny as you were before? Um, it's not that I'm not horny. It's just that I'm, you know. Well, she... I feel like uh, Tony Randall sometimes. <laughs> It, go ahead. She, uh, you just feel like me sometimes. Twice a day, seven days a week, if she could. She, she would. That's not the question he asked, though. You, you've decreased your listen, involvement. Listen, Matt, yeah. you said you were getting it on all the time when you first started going out. Now you've dropped off. I asked you the simple, uh, plain English question, why is it you have dropped off? Good question. I don't know. Okay. All right. There's any, an honest guess, answer. Any idea? Any idea? No. Any sense of I'm not attracted to her. I'm very attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you working more? Do you have you had kids? Is there I mean other ex- sort of circumstances coming to bear in this relationship? Not really. Do you think you're uh, 
trying to get some distance from her emotionally, and you're 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 doing it through the uh, physical response. I think I'm just trying to, you know, take it steady and get comfortable. And well, know, what? Yeah, I and mean, maybe your uh, sexual clock isn't the same as hers. Right. What that are you good bad. for a week? What am I good for? Yeah. I think uh, three or four nights a week. Is, that's what, uh, if you had your druthers, you would have sex three or four times a week. Probably, yeah. Okay. And that seems fairly frequent. Okay. All right. And her thing is she wants it 10, 12 times a week? Well, currently uh, it's about seven times a week. It's, it's every it, night, almost like clockwork. Is what she wants. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, do you feel that she's genuinely horny seven nights a week or that she just wants uh, to be embraced and, and have attention from you? I, it's probably more the attention. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that, that, that's, that's an issue because you guys are talking about that's sex a, and you're, talking, you're arguing over how often you're getting it on or how little you're getting it on. But the reality is... is she, she wants something that uh, she's uh, that sex is providing, but it's sort of more of a fix than it is a solution. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but you what's know, her past? What's her background? Yeah. You want to uh, gamble? No, because it may not be abuse. It may just be the unavailable dad. We don't only have to gamble with people that are victims of abuse, Drew. Newsflash: You have no money. You can put right, screw you. We're not gambling with my money. The only thing that may have an effect is um, she did have a, a long relationship. With an ex-husband, mm-hmm. um, which she says she's not attracted to at all, uh-huh. and I'm kind of one of her first that she's very attracted to. Uh huh. So she was uh, maybe out of the sexual uh, pool for a little while, and now that she's got her big toe in there, she wants to do a few laps. Well, according to her, it was there was sex just as much. It's just that she wasn't, you know, into it. She, she, she this woman. See, see this woman's genitalizing all of her stuff, and she can't tolerate the frustration of not having that when she needs it. Well, if you have to tolize, uh, the genitalize is at the top of my list. Uh, Minnie, what do you think? As as the only uh, one with ovaries in the room beside Dr. Drew. Oh, yeah, I'm waving the estrogen banner. Yes. I, yes, I, I, yeah, I, I, half I, man, I, half woman. Uh, Minnie Drive. One ovary. Um, um, what do I think? I, it's, re- it's, so, it's so often the other way around. Um, it's kind of. Um, it's what kind of do you think's happening when, when a woman go, goes that way? It's definitely. It feels like it's a. What you said about attention of like really just needing to feel that intimacy with someone to right. feel kind and, of connected. And, and, that, and that she has to. She uses this genital way of like expressing. It's like regular that. as clockwork. It's like every night. It's yeah. like a, it becomes a sort of. Um, Obsession. It, yeah. And she can't tell her the frustration regular. of being without it. All right, man. So her. here's your possible answer. Could you show her intimacy and could you show her um, uh, closeness and commitment without the sexual act? She may not be open to that, though. See. Yeah, All right, but it's a physical sure, try. I'm guessing if Matt did a little more of that, it would, it would, it would quench her thirst for the sex a little bit. If she were open to it. Sir, if she's yeah. open. Oh, okay, but everything is based on if they're open no, to it. Uh, no, I mean, some people are incapable of that. We have to acknowledge that she just may not, she might miss the point. She has her, it has to be, have this this quality to it that she's used to getting or she's just too frustrated. Well, certainly he could give it a try. Yes. I think that's it's, probably it's a his only pr- reasonable course I of agree. action. totally. Okay. Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, David. <laughs> He's got like a uh, drunken uh, Vince Lombardi over here. <laughs> ah, you're all fired. Screw one for the Gipper. 
Heidi, 25. Oh, hey, y'all. Hey. Uh, I've got two questions for Dr. Drew. Yes, ma'am. The first one is uh, I've got three little boys, and I was wondering about um, testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. I caught y'all show on MTV tonight, and some kid called in there, said he had it when he was younger, and I wondered what age this can start at. Late teens, but Late certainly teens. the 20s, typically. Okay. In the 20s. And, we um, talked. Maybe that should we, this show we talked about how men should be taught to test their own testes, L- look for the testicular tumors. Right. Drew says a simple test is to put your genitalia in a rock tumbler. And no, how did said, that go? No, just, you just you, you hold a flashlight to the back no, of no, it. No, right? you learn you Cold learn the water. feel. There shouldn't be. It should be very no, smooth. No warm water. Oh right, right. And, and there shouldn't be anything in there. <laughs> and here's here's the way you do oh, it I'll because like it. Uh, cool. Drew brought a little uh, pamphlet in from. Um, I did. Yeah, remember you brought that thing in once? Uh, it was like uh, your nuts and you or something. And uh, I think uh, it was a video Carl Malden uh, narrated. And basically what you do is this. You take a hot shower. It was Hugh Downs. Hugh Downs. I actually did this, yes. Thank you, Drew. Uh, uh, Drew's, uh, what, seventh joke of the new year so far? <laughs> He's on a fever pace, ladies I'm and gentlemen. At, at this rate, he'll be to 25 before the summer rolls around. You're I'm, gay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the situation. You take a hot shower, and it relaxes the uh, scrotum. Don't look at me. I have absolutely no I'll look idea. at David. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the off chance that he has a scrotum, I'll look at David. I don't. <laughs> lost take, my scrotum. Uh, you, you take a hot shower, and it, and it relaxes everything, and, yeah. and, and be, it be, becomes pliable. Okay. It's sort of like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like when they tell you to, you know, you know, like when you were going to get the lid off a pickle jar, you run it under hot water. Things expand, it's <laughs> easier to work with. You bang it on the desk. And you, if that didn't work, you whack it on the coping of the tile. <laughs> Absolutely right there. You're quite a genius. He's a, he's a doctor. All right, so you take a hot shower, and the scrotum becomes relaxed, and then you come out, and you basically uh, knead it, right? You, you, you kind of, it's like if you were taking a, a like a super bar, a handball or something and, and squeezing it, making sure it was smooth. She's talking about her kids. Tell them that she can well, no, I, no look, I'm not saying she should do that to her kids. I'm just, uh, for our listeners' benefit, that's what you should be able to do. And if you feel anything hard or pebbly or irregular, get it to a doctor and check, have it checked out. How old are the kids, Heidi? Well, I've, they're seven months, two years, and six. And cancer runs on both sides of our family, so I'm a little worried about it. Yeah, don't worry about uh, that. And, and the thing you got to worry about at that age, is to make sure you know that the testicles descend. Then the pediatrician will check for that. If the you, testicles you, don't descend, they have to be surgically removed. You know, uh, the uh, irony to child rearing is you you spend the uh, earlier part of the child's life c- just uh, convincing him not to grab his junk so much. Stay away from your butt. <laughs> stay away from the junk. Come on, this, 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 <laughs> you know this is a family function, and the kid's got his hand down his Yoda yeah, jammies. It's, it's a then toy la- shop. La- at know, some point, <laughs> absolutely. It's uh, FAO. You can't stop kids playing with that toys. S-F-A-S-H-O. Oh, F-A-O Schwanz, I guess is what I'm trying to The thing is this. At some point, you have to convince the guy then to... Now it's okay to fondle the junk and look for cancer and uh, check for prostate swelling and all sorts of other things. And we have to sort of wean them off the junk early and then somehow get them back to it at some point in life. Ooh. You know my three stages of life, Drew. Yeah. I was thinking of this. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, there's a uh, broken life down in, uh, for male, at least uh, three, three, uh, and for female, too. You're, you're born, uh, you uh, rub cream on your ass. Uh, the whole middle part of life, you rub the cream in your hair, and then you go back to rubbing cream on your ass and you die. Those are the three. That is a simple thing. If an alien landed on the planet, that's how I would explain life to it. 
That's the three forms of cream. Dave. Yes. 24. Yes. Nice to be good with both of you. Um, I've got a problem with my wife. Um, I've been married for about a year and a half now, and I don't think my wife has ever had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. You don't think she ever has? Well, I know she never has. Um, she had told me that she has had them twice. In her life? Yes. And in what circumstance? Well, with other people than me. All right, that's a backbreaker. Do you know that's for a fact, or was it by herself? No. No, she's, she is not. Uh, I've tried to talk, to, talk her into um, helping herself do it, and uh, she is completely against it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, did he give the name of the priest that gave her the first one? No. Excuse me? No, no. Listen, uh, where is she? No, she's sleeping. She is? Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay, because we would straighten this right out. Well, that's... uh. Okay. Does she manipulate herself? Mm-mm. Excuse me? No, that, that's his breath. No, no, she doesn't. Uh, Minnie, am I right to say that a woman must learn her own body uh, first? Yeah, I get. I mean, you hope that that's how it, that's how it all works out. Yeah. I mean, the women that don't. Well, well the women I, don't know that though. They're told it's dirty. They're told that right. you know, terrible, terrible things will happen to the them. Te- the, the is that true? Don't touch is it still true? Everything right. is subjugated to what a man's needs is as well. You're well, now, wait, 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 now, you said two things that, that I think are very interesting. We, do you remember having been taught that's bad? Don't do that. I remember being told by friends at school that it was bad and that bad things might happen. Okay, so, so your that, your peers did that to you. Yeah, but you know what? That only fell with a sense of you know enduring excitement that I might engender some kind of rebellious change in okay. my life. Okay, so that so that added to your desire to do it, and then and then subjugating everything on behalf of a man. I think that that is that is the most. I think that's the most prevalent thing that's like underlying in a lot of women is that do you, you don't think, talk about it and you and maybe get on with it. Do you think, think that, that is some kind of innate tendency that women yes, have? Yes, I do. I think and I we, do. Have to, we have to. Re, we have or is it the cultural thing? I that think a lot of women are looking to to maybe for. Um, to, for a man to validate them often. But why can't women... Is it is it unrealistic to think that we can raise women to assert their needs ahead of the man's? And no, to, and I don't to, think you can raise them. I, I mean, I think you can, yes. I yes. think you can raise okay. them. Okay, so, so it has at least a, a strong cultural kind of... Just education, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I, I do believe that she had a um, violation of her sexual whatever at an early age. She was sexually abused. All right. Well, that, that's a whole other problem. Um, but I don't know the extent. Um, she she's never told me the extent. This is your wife. Yes. Why don't you get to know your wife a little bit? Take Excuse her out and talk to her. Why don't well, you, you spend a little time talking to your wife and talk to her about her previous traumas? Talk to her about what she needs physically. Talk to her about your relationship. Uh, I've tried, and she's not willing. Well, this is a, not a good sign for a, any intimate relationship. I mean, you might think about getting her into some therapy or going toge- together for couples work. I mean, this this concern you have about her climaxing is tiny, tiny little tip of the iceberg. It, well, exactly. It's not that. It's it's the whole sexual issue. Yeah, well, the, the whole the whole relationship, in fact, well, has, has got issues. Too. All right, but here's what uh, Drew is saying: that the, this person was violated at an early age sexually, and their sexual compass. It became damaged, but and look right. at the way early. And, and Dave has issues too. Look at the way he's handling this whole. Situation. And then Dave, you you knew. I mean, you knew about these issues before you got married. You yeah. hadn't discussed them probably because you didn't want to know, and you're in your own uh, form of denial. 
But you went ahead and got married, and, and lo and behold, the problems have not gone away. And here's what you're going to have to do. It's going to be painful because you're going to have to dig up some painful memories. I mean, there's a there's a there's a scab over this wound that hasn't healed that you have to tear off, and there'll be some bleeding. But eventually, that's what you have to do to get it. It's like when you're you know you fracture your forearm and it doesn't set right. They got to go back and re-break it. It's painful. It's it's a tough procedure, but you have to do it so everything heals down the road. And it's going to be tough for a little while, but. Dave has to delve into this. And because just worrying about the whole orgasm end of things is is really just a manifestation it's, of the problem. It is really an illustrative case. It's a case in point of how limited the physical aspect really is if you just stay focused on that. How much it is a symptom of the greater picture of the totality of what a relationship between two people yeah. but it's often you think it's so much easier to fix the sex than you know but go it, and delve into all of that stuff but but it doesn't it, on a day -day doesn't level. work like that it's i know it, but i think that the what you, you, that's the you fantasy want, yeah maybe that's what especially men have that have. fantasy men men think it's all very mechanical and that's you know we're gonna just uh well you could you know, just tighten out a screw here about it all i mean yeah i don't know well, they have to discuss it yeah, definitely. And and she but sensitively. Uh, she's had oh for sure and she's had some stuff happen to her and you have to unearth that because that is the root of the problem. Marcella. Um yeah, I want to ask um David Arquette when Dream with the Fish is open in regular theaters or Uh that'll open about 6 months. Cool. Cuz I saw you um up in La Honda when you filmed. Where? Uh La Honda. Yeah. La Honda, what were we filming? Um, and it's up by San Francisco. Oh yeah, we were filming that day. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. yeah that's what he decided. <laughs> he he fell in love with the town, uh, Marcelo. It's <laughs> no, a it's quaint to the day. community. No, there were quite a few towns we went. Oh, okay, moved around. around. What's the movie yeah, about? It's about a kid who um is suicidal. He's a voyeur, mm -hmm. and he's pretty upset about being a voyeur. He becomes suicidal. Someone tricks him into not jumping off the bridge, and uh. He gets really upset with this guy, mm -hmm. and then he goes and finds out this guy's terminally ill, and then we spend the next few weeks fulfilling his final fantasies. So it's a, uh, it's a puckish yeah. satire. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's, a, it's a heavy film, then. It's, it's heavy, but it's a, sort of like a, I don't know, it's a 70s kind of rehashed kind of film. But it's a drama. There's no comedy. Well, there's a lot. It's a dark comedy in a sense, but it's about right, but life. No, hold on. Everything's sad, a dark man. comedy. These yeah. Schindler's List is going to be no, a dark it's comedy. Not, it's not Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> you know, I'm jumping off a bridge. There's humor in it. There's humor. Okay. Yeah. Though, yeah. It's really funny. It tricks me out of not jumping. All right, Marcella. Yeah? Six months. Okay. Can you wait? Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Apparently he has uh, time to kill up there. And uh, where's he? Rio Hondo? La Honda. La Hondo. I think a Rio Hondo is a John Wayne movie. Now, that was a dark comedy. <laughs> Allie, 23. True grit. Hi. Um, Adam, I love you. Well, thank I you. I wanted to let you know that. <laughs> and um, I, was, I had this uh, one-night stand this one time, and uh, about a year ago, I guess it was, and the guy had, <laughs> like, flaky stuff on his the whole thing, and I just wanted to know what that was. At what point did you notice that? So it was like his well, whole uh, penis had been uh, dipped in tempura batter? <laughs> Something like that. Did you wear a condom? <laughs> no, I didn't oh. have sex with him because after I touched that, it was so gross. I was like, no. So I didn't have sex with him. 
But uh-huh. I, that's, and it's just a one night stand, so I couldn't ask him what it was. So I, where, where are you now? Work? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? I met him at a bar, you know. No, no, where are you now? Oh, home. Home? Yeah. Her, her phone's about like, like a battery phone's going to go out. Oh, my oh, is battery, that what that is? Yeah. Oh, that's bad news. <laughs> They're going dead. All right, so talk fast. Uh huh. <laughs> what could it be? Uh, he, did he have other skin disorder? <clears throat> um, he, let me change phones here. All right, turn, turn the, the radio. Oh, the now. goddamn radio! No, I'm hanging up. <sighs> we beg, we can plead, get, we bribe our listeners to turn. Can you, you get psoriasis of the absolutely, penis? absolutely can. God, how painful! You can what? You can have psoriasis in your penis. Oh, you can have, you can have pretty much any skin condition on your penis. It's, it's a more delicate skin than elsewhere, and it tends to get skin. You can get shingles on the penis. I've never seen shingles on the penis, but you can. You know, God her, wouldn't her do that. Is the same thing. Basically. Oh, you want a bat? He would. Wait a minute. Well, I don't know. I mean, I can imagine that he, it doesn't stop. You know, you got chicken pox. All right. Up your bum in your ear. Right. Up your nose. Alan Arkin had it on his penis, didn't he? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> okay. I only had lunch with him once. Right. Hey, that's long enough but, to transmit uh, a disease. Uh, uh, but th- she's described as some kind of an excessively paling and, and cracking type of thing. There's something called ichthyosis, where people's skin peels and cracks and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I suppose it could happen on the penis, but it happened Alan elsewhere, Arkin too. didn't have ichneosis. And there, right. there are other der- forms of dermatitis, contact dermatitis. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, enough about the uh, hypothetical dermatological Cersinate, highway. Cersinate balanitis, which is okay. associated with Dro- uh, She says, continue in the other room, please. All right. The uh, Mini Driver and David Arquette are leaving, I'm told. I think we're taking off, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> A lot of head nodding going on you for got, the radio. You got... You got all right, let me give let me give the plugs. All right, all right. Uh, Scream is out. Uh, I'm talking about David Arquette. Uh, John's will be out on the 31st. That's this Friday. And Dreams with the Fishes about six months. And um, RPM with uh, Famke Jansen. Famke. Whatever. Huge fan of hers. I don't She's care how paid. you pronounce her name. She's an awesome woman. Now, Mini Driver has got uh, Gross Point Blank coming out with uh, John Cusack and, and Alan Arkin. And the Flood. Oh, and the Flood. Yeah. As well. Well, this I, I like. What's that? Is that big budget uh, <laughs> Irwin a, Allen type thing? They're not called disaster movies for nothing. <laughs> oh, this is a this is a big one then. Yeah, it is a big one. It's a who's big who's in it? Christian Slater and Morgan uh. Freeman. Why did it go? Ugh. Uh, Christian yeah. Slater, come on, come on. Uh, he's Christian nice. Place. He's. Nice. Look, I'm nice. Don't make nice. me like an ass. Hey, no, look at all these bad All right, I'm an a-hole. I still can't. <laughs> all right, thank you very much for coming you, in. We Peach. do appreciate it. Uh, come Love. back anytime, and don't Happens. let the door hit you on the ass on the way. All right. Love, love. Love line. We'll be right back. So leave a message at the beep. Ah, yes, Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription box service for geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than 20 bucks a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind items, and more. They're guaranteed to be 40 bucks plus in value in every crate. That's more than double. Hell, even I can do that math. Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. So let's get cracking, people. You've got until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. But when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So let's get to getting. Make sure you head to lootcrate.com forward slash ace, enter the code ace, and save 10% on any new subscription. 
That's lootcrate.com forward slash ace and save 10%. My name's Jimmy Pop. I'm from the Bloodhound Gang, and my boyfriend's here. Hi, my name's Lupus. And we're from the Bloodhound Gang. Can you help us with our problem? Please. All right. I like those guys. Lunatics. Lupus and... Uh, oh, no, those, they weren't the lunatics. Who was that guy that was kissing you on TV? That was Jimmy. Was it? Yeah, that was a Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, he licked me. Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, when uh, Snoopy would lick Lucy. Yeah, yeah. I rented that last weekend, by the way, but uh, <laughs> it went full right past her. Uh, the point is, is I mean, I was really, uh, really, as a, as a, as a, as an adult male, uh, I don't, I, I wouldn't want um, uh, the cast of Charlie's Angels licking me in the face. I find it very disconcerting. As a matter of fact, I can't watch other people being licked by their own pets, huh. unless it's genitally. Uh, I cannot, I cannot, and then, and then I start tipping. Uh, I cannot watch somebody who has like, oh, it's it's a golden retriever and a shemp, and they've known it, oh, it's the greatest dog. Yeah, come here, shemp. And they put their face down, and the dog's just slobbering away. I want to go take a wet nap to my face. True, there has to be some danger in this. Well, it's just body fluids. I don't like the lick. Not good. No fan of the lick. I don't like the tongue. We got it. We're right. You, you'll be okay. Let's hear what our colors. I wouldn't want Cindy Crawford to lick my face. I really wouldn't, except for it would mean there would be some sex afterward, in which case it would be all right. But just licking and nothing else? No. You know why? Because then when it dries out, it smells like the person's breath. You guys ever get that? You get licked, and when the saliva dries, it'll smell like the bad breath. Everyone, lick their arm right now. I'm going to do it. All right. Drew, give me your arm. Let me lick it. No. All right. Well, lick your own arm then. All right. Lick the inside of your wrist. Dry it out. Now smell it. It sort of smells like your breath. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Especially when it's some uh, drugged-out rock star that licks your face. Uh, but anyway, nice guys. I will definitely say that for uh, Jimmy and Lupus of the Bloodhound Gang. All right. <laughs> More encouragement from the gallery. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191 is the phone number. 310-854-4455 is the fax number. Three one um, three eleven. I started in on the fax number, 311 on Thursday night. Kim, 23, you're on Loveline. Hi, my question is for Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel kind of awkward because I'm older and I should know what these type of things are about. Um, I have, like, I think it's a yeast infection. I'm not sure. I don't know, like, how to take care of it or anything like that. Are you sexually active? No. I, I'm a virgin. Okay, so it's really got to be a yeast infection. Irritation and uh, discharge, that sort of thing. Have you been on yeah. any antibiotics recently? Um, I was sick a couple weeks ago. Okay, but... and you took some antibiotics for that? Yeah, I did. That, that's how you get True. a yeast infection. Awesome. But I mean, like, when I was younger, I used to take lots of antibiotics. Well, it never happened that way. And eventually it does. Really? And uh, you can either take one dose of medication called Diflucan, and that will take care of it instantly. Do you have to get there through a doctor? Yeah, or just go go over the counter and get some gynelotrimet or monostat and use that every night. Oh, wait a minute. First of all, it sounds like you're uh, from Arkansas when you say that. I thought it was called gynelotrimet. All right, gynelotrimet. Whatever. However you want to pronounce it. Gynelotrimet. But I'm actually... Like one of the Clintons. My problem is I'm, like, not really familiar with that part of my body. All right, listen. Hold on. Let's get to the bigger issue here, Kim. (laughs) What's up with the whole virginity thing? (laughs) And stop being so punchy. 
punchy. I'm being punchy. I'm sorry. What's going on? I don't know. You ever had a boyfriend? Yes, I've had a lot of boyfriends. Oh, a lot of boyfriends. Yeah. But you've never had sex. No. And that's your decision. Yeah. Why are you just curious? It's a good thing. I yeah. know. I am. I'm just trying to... It, listen. It, it's fine that Kim is a virgin. Mm-hmm. Here's the, the, uh, the problem with a 23-year-old virgin. It usually smacks of something wrong emotionally. I, I, I hate to say it, but it does. It really does. If she hadn't said she has trouble touching herself, you wouldn't have said that. No, I would have. I was. I was heading down that the road. Believe me. All right, now Kim. Yeah. Now what's going on with you? I don't know. What's going on? I don't know. I just. It seems weird for me to even think of touching myself down there. I think that's someone else's job too. Right. Well, you haven't employed a lot of people in that department. Uh, no. Well, I mean, I do the other things, but not. Right. You know. Are, is this a religious uh, issue? No, believe me, no. <laughs> no. You hate Jesus? No, I don't hate Jesus. No. I just have no religion. Okay, you have no religion. Adam, this is your perfect woman. This is your mate. It really is. And uh, untouched by human hands, right. too. Uh, pure as the driven snow. <laughs> but I, I would be your uh, your best lover by virtue of the fact that I would be your only lover. Oh. <laughs> and then you'd have to compare everyone to me, and it wouldn't be favorably. But the point is, is that I would be the first. Yeah. Never had a virgin. You've never had a person. No. Well, I guess when you pay for sex, you're likely to have a person. All right, Kim, listen yeah. to me. You're, you're, what do you do for a living? I'm an actress. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, where are your parents? My parents, they live up north. Yeah, are they happy? Um, no. Okay. Well, and, it's my it's my mom and my stepdad. Uh-huh. Anything weird happen to you as a child? Um, a little something? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. What happened? I don't know. I always... I don't, see, I really don't know. I used to have dreams all the time, like nightmares that my my uh, grandfather uh-huh. like did something to okay. me. But my my mom says that he never did. So yeah. Well, listen, I would uh, uh, I would look a little into this. Hey, listen, listen, Kim. Something's yeah. a little up with you yeah. about your sexuality, about the way you feel about yourself. And uh, about, you know, not being, feeling comfortable touching yourself down there, as you say. And but, there's, a, there's an issue here, right? I don't know. I don't know. I think, for me, I think maybe just I'm scared to be hurt. Mm. I've been hurt. Like, I've been cheated on by everyone just because I am a virgin. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's... Uh, I mean, it's... I'm not a bad-looking girl. I, no. I mean, I've been called back for, you know, like, phantasmic for... Bell and and uh, and um, Snow White. So I'm not a bad-looking girl. What was the first word? Phantasmic. Phantasmic at Disneyland. What the hell's going on over there? <laughs> what happened to the Matterhorn? What's phantasmic? <laughs> Some, um, you know, have you not been to Disneyland it's a lately? Laser show they have. Yeah. Oh, it did. And oh, oh, you were going to play Bell. Bell and and yeah. All right. So you got a call back for uh, Phantasmic in a Bell outfit. That's tremendous. <laughs> no. All right. Your resume is no, saying What I'm saying is I'm not a bad-looking girl, okay. so I don't understand why I'm always getting cheated on. All right. Well, it's the guys you're choosing. It's you're also, not you, making them into cheaters. You, They're cheaters. Not only that, you you are refusing to get involved. And not, not by virtue of your lack of willingness to have sex, but you're so afraid of getting hurt that you never get involved in the first place. Yes. And something something is up with you, how you deal with males. And whether or not the grandfather dream was just an image, a representation of those feelings from early childhood, or whether really something did happen to you, sort of doesn't matter. 
the fact is that that there's some heavy feelings there that are have yet to be unearthed or brought into consciousness. And you thought about it enough yeah. to talk to your mom about yeah. it. And that are affecting your behaviors now and your ability to have connected relationships with men. And uh, it's an issue. I mean, what can you say? Uh Petty? She can either live with Petey? it. She can either live with it and finally find the guy who who matches her needs for a castrated male, which is really what she needs. Well, and uh, and uh, Adam. Yeah, listen, she wears the uh, Disney outfit. I'm I'm, you, I'm there. Been, you've been beaten with your scrotum, and uh, right? Oh, only I've my dreams, Drew. Only my dreams. Dream. Yeah. Hey, Petey. Yeah. What's you're 17? What's up? Um. Well, like I I. Uh, Give like oral sex to my girlfriend, and then she won't like do anything with me. She doesn't want to have like any kind of sex afterwards or anything. Right. And so, I want to know like what I can say to her to get her to. Uh, mock Chanel. Huh. Okay. Uh, she reaches climax uh, through um through yeah, the oral sex. Because I have kind of a big tongue, like that kiss guy. Uh huh. So, so what? So, huh. So what? What are you saying? What am I saying? You say yeah. you don't you don't have to get out of the chair. Wait a minute. So what? Huh? He's making this call up if he's if he's alluding alleging what I think he's alleging. What's he alleging? No, she she says that I have like a like a big tongue. You what know? difference does that make? I I don't know. I'm not a girl. But then she won't like have oral sex with me or any kind of sex or anything. She won't have oral sex with you. Or like afterwards, she doesn't want to have like any kind of sex. I could rarely talk her into. Okay. Did she give you oral uh, favors? Uh, yeah, she has before. She has, but it's not with any regularity. All right. Listen. Explain to her that you enjoy the uh, feeling and the intimacy. Uh, you'd be lying there with uh, of having intercourse, and that you certainly don't mind performing uh, oral favors on her. But let's just keep it to a limit, and and then we'll have some actual intercourse. And wear some uh, or have intercourse first. And wear some protection, for God's sake. We don't need any other uh, the gecko men on the planet. Gecko men? No, it's a little callback to the long tongue, you moron. And Drew didn't get that either, did he? Oh, he did? All right. Drew is my uh, yardstick. If Drew gets it, everybody should get it. <laughs> you, it took me a minute, but I got it. You are your mongoloid if you do not get it when Drew gets I'm still, it. I'm still preoccupied with that Kim caller. I mean, I, I wonder... Here was the woman that was doing exactly what we'd always been telling women to do, which is asserting herself first. Absolutely. That's not what she's doing. But she, she, well, she's not because she doesn't really know what she wants and doesn't really have the opportunity to get her needs met. He, all right. But, but she is asserting herself. No. And what, what I'm mulling over my own mind is, is uh, does a woman have to be Nuts. castrating to be assertive? You know, No, mm, I suppose not. Listen, let me explain something. It's uh, sad but true. And it, and it absolutely is. And listen, I don't want you, I don't want the one person who's actually sane and asserting themselves to call up and call me wrong. Because there are a handful of people out there. But we're speaking the majority. The, I, the, Kim, uh, first off, just from the tone of her voice and, and the sort of chatty nature and the cackling and the cracking, I, I knew that something was a little up with her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that she was uh, always talking her, herself around uh, the real issue. Mm-hmm. People that talk, people that uh, ramble on endlessly, it's it's a it's a defense. Defensive, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like your 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 mouth is some kind of machine gun turret, and you're spinning around and you're spraying out these bullets all the time, and no one can ever get close enough to find out who's in the turret. Right. It's it's a constant defense. Blah 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 blah. You know, I mean, that's what half the comedians. Yeah. And 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 I'm, I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but most of the people that get into professional comedy are people that were hurt. 
is young people and they're kind of whacked out and they're always on. I don't trust anyone that's always on all the time except for myself unless I'm in the mood. So Kim had something going on. Now, can you be a virgin in 23 and be totally sane? Yes, but I think it's a small disproportionate number of our society. The sadder reality is is that most of the people that are older and virgins, unless it's some kind of retarded religious thing, have are the victims of something. Have something up with them emotionally, like our friend Kim. Right. Kim was attractive. So There's what, no what, problem what with we Kim. We would expect from a healthy person, a healthy woman, to be able to have a couple, if you were, whatever she needed, like two or three relationships in which she was able to have her needs met. Probably didn't have starting sex when she was 17 or 18. Right. And is not hurt by these relationships, but grows through them. Right. Okay. That's a very interesting point, Drew. Not hurt and uh, vindictive, but grows through them. Yeah. Everyone should do that. Yeah. that that's a re- relationship is an opportunity to learn something about yourself, to learn something about the uh, opposite sex, and to grow a little. Not to walk out bitter and say, uh, uh, all, all, all women are hoes, or, or all men are evil, and all they want is sex. Uh, you people, you don't get anywhere. It's really no difference, the, different than uh, racism, really. I mean, you or people, work, I can't get anywhere in the job because those people have it out for me. Right. All right, they have it out for you. Good. You're never going anywhere then. Yeah, have fun in the mailroom. We'll bring you a sandwich when we come back from the board meeting. We'll be back. Radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, love line. We'll be right back. Wash your hands. The books. So, nineteen ninety nine often becomes eighty four fifty, doesn't it? When you buy flowers, yes. Not what you order. They're mostly dead. But now with the books, t h e b o u q s dot com, whole new way to send flowers. They take bouquets and simplified them. Send the flowers straight from sustainable, eco-friendly farms. It's off an active volcano in South America. They have a flat what, what? rate of $40 free delivery. But since we don't always remember the birthdays and anniversaries, you have the option to sign up for the Books Never Forget subscription, so they always send them. That's awesome. Thebooks.com will deliver flowers on their most important dates automatically. Okay, there's a summer-long thebooks.com offering 15% off. All you got to do to get this discount is use the promo code CLASSIC for Classic Loveline at checkout. So go to thebooks.com, B-O-U-Q-S. That is T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com. Click on the Shop button at the top of the page. Send the special someone a book. Don't forget, order today. Order today with use the promo code CLASSIC to get 15% off and free shipping on flowers from the side of a volcano. Volcano! Ah, ah, the Santeria. Yeah, Sublime. Good song. A very interesting, uh... Well, what's left of the group's interesting, always. Alright, phone number, 1-800-L-O-V-E. Nah, forget, it's too late. Don't bother calling. Renee. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, 22, you're on Love Line. Renee? Sleep it? it was a strange call, too. Turn Renee up, Mike. See if we can hear her there. All right. Renee's, uh... Renee. Yes. There we go. Uh, 
going on with you? Saturday, somebody broke in my house. It was about 12.30 a.m., so it was like early Sunday. And um, I was asleep on the couch with my two babies. And I woke up, and he was masturbating, and I started screaming. And I jumped out my window, and so finally I seen him jump out my son's other window. You jumped out your window? But Yeah, well, I came in here, and then he was like... Kind of behind me, and so oh, hold on a second, Renee. We're not sure what room you're in now. Okay, well, I was in the living room. Oh, okay. Now we know. Okay, and if I was to stop, to hold on, Jordan, you got the schematic. <laughs> my first thought was to call nine one one, but if I stopped to pick up the phone, then I was like still for him. Right. So I started screaming outside because I live right by a main road. And oh, like I a what? Just, by what? A main road. A main, main road. Yeah. Where were your kids? Um, my babies were on the couch. You left them in there? No. Well. Oh, well, she had to get help. The other room. What? He followed me into the other room. Who is he? I don't know. Oh my god. So um, it's a nightmare. Oh. So what? Uh, what ultimately happened? He left after I started screaming. And did the cops come? Um, well, no. See, I, my first initial thought was to call the cops when I was going to stop and use the phone, but he would have been able to grab me or something, so I right. ran out my window. Yeah. How about later, though? And um, well. If it would have helped, I would have. But if the guy was already gone, I would have had to go through it with them. And go through what with them? What's wrong with what? Would they, what would they have been able to? All do? right, you you got a pot farm growing in your basement. And you don't want the heat no, over there. No, that has right? nothing to do with that. I've had very bad experiences with pots. I've never been in jail, but what happened? Just just basically, you know, just seeing the way that they've treated my. People that I know and everything. I've never had an incident with them personally. Renee, Renee, what do you think they're going to do? Beat you uh, to a pulp with a baton? Technically, what could they have done? All right, they They, could have dusted for prints first off. Filed a report. This guy has been reported in the neighborhood. There, they know we get the suspect. I I know my complex. Right, you you you, don't know because you don't you don't know who this guy is. Yeah, but I'm saying if it was to happen around here before, I I would we would have heard about it. Yeah. Because you're McGruff, the uh, crime well, queen. I'm saying that it's a small complex. All right, listen, Renee, could you have given a um, description. description of this uh, perp, as we call him? A vague one. I mean, if I was to see him again, I right. would know him. But you'd, you'd know what his ethnicity is? Like, yeah, yeah. well, I'd say half Mexican, half white, yeah. All right, and you'd know about uh, how maybe about how tall he was or how much he weighed? Yes. And perhaps. Well, not how much you weighed. Perhaps. Uh, well, they tell you, you know, 150, 160, what average think, size what guy. Think, wait, let me, let's, let's, that'll never nail it. What do you think the police are there for? Um, sometimes you wonder. I'm just saying. What, Renee, they, Renee, you, if you have, they would have been able to catch the guy, I would have called. Renee, him. you have two kids. How do you know? I have three kids. Three kids. Where's dad? Huh? Where's dad? What do you mean? All right. I'm now, I'm hanging up on you, Renee. All right. Oh, I don't understand what your point where's is. Where's Dad? Oh, where's Dad? Okay. There's sep- well, there's one's around, and then the other father isn't. Not really. Okay. Renee, are you on any drugs? No. You're not? No. What are you on? Do you no. work? What do you do? What do I do? I take care of my kids. Uh-huh. Who takes care of you? Me. Uh-huh. Where do you get your money? <laughs> the state. Oh, yeah. All right, nor you should have got nor nor plant with the first check that was issued you back well, when no, you only had one kid. I, I have three kids because my second pregnancy was twins. All right, there should have been so never been a second pregnancy. 
There shouldn't have been a second pregnancy. Is what uh, I wasn't going to keep it, but then I found out it was twins, and you know. All right, it just shouldn't. Listen, are you using birth control now? I am. I abstain. I've been safe. good. I good. have no intention of being with anybody. Good. It has nothing to do with it by happening to me. I just want to know, like. I'm just worried about your kids. That's all. Oh, I take care of my kids just fine. Well, sure. Yeah, well, it's, well, it's it's fine. So Next time, what so are you saying? It's my fault that this guy broke into my apartment. No, I'm no saying, it's your fault. You didn't do anything by telling it's the my cops. Fault. I didn't do anything. Oh no, I called somebody. I called a friend of mine, and you know I'm going to get a gun this week. So. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Here's you know what's the gonna happen? The kids gonna, yeah. Kid finds it when he's four, shoots the other no, kid. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Yes, no, and no, and no, I'm no, I'm no. I'm going I'm going further with it. The kid doesn't die, becomes a vegetable, and the support uh, the state supports him because he's on life support for forty years. Huh? I would not get a gun unless I felt like I had to have one. I Listen, I totally what? Let, let's say you have a gun. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping on the sofa. You wake up. There's a guy uh, jagging off in, uh, on top of you. Where's the gun? Is it in your lap or is it up in the top on shelf of the hip. closet? It's where? On my hip. On not, your hip. Not when you have kids hanging around. You're not wearing a holster around your house, Renee. Uh, if that's what I have to do to protect myself, I'm totally defenseless over here. You don't understand. All right, Renee, listen to me. Talk to your name. Well, first off, you should have talked to the cops. I still think you should talk to the cops. Call the cops tomorrow. I already dealt with the cops. You did? Yes, the next day I dealt with them. Okay, what happened? You couldn't have told us that an hour ago? What? All right, what did they say? They just said, well, if you need us, give us a call. They took my name, my birth date, the vague description of the guy, and... My manager's going to put a spotlight out in front of my apartment. Okay. I'm just saying for this guy to have gotten in and no one to come, because I have people coming over here often during the night. You know? How did he get you in know? while you were sleeping? My son's window. There, there's not a lock on it, and I put a stick in it, and it opens three inches still. Okay. That's well, the longest he, stick I can find. He can't get through that, can he? Well, these windows, if you get a butter knife and you lift it up, it goes All right. Down. Well, Renee, here's what you need to do. You need to uh, spend 20 bucks, go down to the hardware store, burglar-proof the house, talk to your landlord about it, keep right. the deadbolt locked. All right. Let's, do, let's, oh, try, let's try to with be, the kids. Let's try to be empathic for poor Renee. I mean, all right. All right. Okay. All right. I'm empathic. I mean, just you know, just put yourself in that position. She's helpless, female, three all right. kids. It's dad, a horrible dad, situation. Two dads, a-holes, not around. <sighs> She is trying her damnedest. Okay, I, I I agree. She but lives in a place she can't even she can't even get the place bolted down enough that people can't walk in and masturbate in her damn living room. You know you know what I mean? And no, it's just, no. it's just well, listen, I mean, listen. your outrage is that she had kids in the first place. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I totally agree with you. But now we got Renee and three kids. That's what we got. <laughs> right. Nor, nor plan for everybody else. We got Renee and three kids. I want to, is there some sort of retrograde uh, nor plant we could give Renee? Uh, suck those kids right back into her vagina. Retro nor. All right. Hey, here's the thing. Yes, I feel bad for Renee. Renee, call the cops next time. She did. Bolt she did. everything down. It, the gun is a bad idea. Yeah. Talk to your neighbors. Idea. Talk to your neighbors. And, um, you know, get a roommate. band together as yeah, a community. Exactly. All right. Uh, yes, get a biker roommate. Then... When you wake up, it'll be oh, he who'll so be masturbating over you. Uh, 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 the only thing that really breaks my heart in this society is that. Yeah. Mickey. Hello. Hey, 29, you're on Loveline. Hello. I don't know if it was last night's show or tonight's show that you had this on, but your last call was a perfect example of what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, on, on either last night or tonight, you had a girl from Red Wing, Minnesota, and um right. Jemima. Jemima, yes, Jemima. yes. And um 
you were talking about Norplant, which you're doing now, and actually, I've worked in hospitals for about the last 10 years. I'm working on my PhD in nursing for my nursing practitioner's license, and I've seen many, many, many welfare mothers and SMI welfare mothers, and I think the birth control is a great idea, but I have a better idea. Uh, genital uh, castration. Well, that'd be great, excepting the fact that men rule the world, basically. So Right. That, by the way, that, that should be your first thing to sort of uh, bring down a little bit. Enough. Yeah, so, but regardless. Listen, I'm hard on the guys, too, but go yeah. ahead. Regardless, the thing of it is, is that, and I have, and I have always believed this, and this is something that I that I strongly support, and that Planned Parenthood has has been working on, is to um, pass a bill saying that mothers who go on welfare, and it probably won't go through now because of the ref, um, welfare reformation, but mm-hmm. to pass a bill that says that mothers who go on long term welfare with children should be expected to have permanent tubal ligation. Mm. If they're going to receive benefits. Hold on a second. In the other room, they're standing. Absolutely, up. absolutely. And, and see, I mean, the thing of it is, is that is that from what I've seen, I've worked in major medical centers all over the country. I've worked in trauma rooms. I've seen people who've gotten guns with their kids in the oh, house who oh, can't please, who can't even please. afford to buy macaroni and cheese to oh. last out the week, but they can afford a handgun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and they drag their kids in, bleeding and half dead, in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. And, it, listen, it breaks my thing, heart. And the thing that ticks me off is that these mothers come in, they expect the state to, to foot the bill for their kids' health care. They expect the state to foot the bill for their health care. They expect the state to foot the bill for the next delivery that they have. Right, but right. But they can't get off their fat butts and get a job or get an education. You know what? Hey, and here's the good part. The good part is when one of their kids puts a bullet through one of your kids' heads. That that's when the real outrage begins. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, and it's not even that. the The good part is that they're sucking our. They're sucking off the uh, Uncle Sam's teeth. I, I mean it. They're, All right. They're Hold on, Mickey. Mickey, relax for a second. But it's interesting, though. That hey, you much... single? Yeah. And well, I'm divorced. Uh huh. All that bitter rhetoric drove the guy right out, huh? But, no, but, but it didn't, it's, it's, actually. The, he died. The, the, oh, okay. After, now I'm after going to After the hell. divorce, he died. But Really? Yeah. What happened? He got in a car wreck about six oh. weeks after we went to court. Oh, my God. All right. You feel guilty about that? No, I don't. Okay. Sorry for introducing But it's interesting how, how anybody who has to work in healthcare, where you see this day in and day out, everybody sees it the same way. And unfortunately, it's all hidden from society, and our politicians never really deal with the reality. Society never sees the reality. And so it's very okay. easy to abstract about all this. But anybody that deals with it regularly, it, it's pretty obvious what needs to happen. And I'm not uh, tubal ligation is a little rough. I, oh I no! Why not? Nor, nor we, hey, we have uh, we have chemical castration. Why not uh, tubal ligation? That all right? My new platform. That is what I run on. Yeah, and, but why uh, just the women then? I run on it in 2000. Why do the women have to have their their I will be up reproductive at the, rights the, the Adam Carolla um, sterilization party. Uh, tubal ligation through uh, through uh, chemical castration without uh, representation. Oh, I got I got a whole thing going on. I got a uh, chicken in every pot and a uh, and and a, a, a tied tube in every uh, every um, every woman's womb. Absolutely. Now, Drew. You wave rights. That's all. Would, That's all you I got to say. Put pot in every kitchen. When you? you put your hand out for a check, then you also give us the right to do what we want with your body. Or if you don't like it, guess what? 
Don't take the check. That's easy. No one's forcing you. Now the Loveline weather report for the nation. Mostly neurotic throughout the southwest. There'll be some scattered indiscretions around the Great Salt Lake. Also overnight, partly chronic in parts of Virginia. Loveline will be right back. So you've got a couple of minutes to go catch something. HelioCare, it's a little pill that you take that actually works like a sunscreen. It actually helps prevent this, which is a smart way to go because uh, you don't want to get the cancer. You don't have to walk around that big umbrella over your head. And as we just figured <laughs> out, the sunscreen alone ain't working, uh, it ain't working by itself. Daily use is a dietary supplement. You take it. It's like a multivitamin. It's an antioxidant. It uh, helps your skin protect itself year-round. Thousands of dermatologists uh, want the samples of the HelioCare for their patients, and uh, why wouldn't they? It's, a, it's perfect timing. It's as if I uh, told Allison to do that story, but there was but no, no interaction here. Uh, you can buy a two-month supply of HelioCare at uh, Walgreens and uh, Rite Aid, and uh, you just go to the vitamin aisle. Just uh, look for the yellow and black box. Check them out. HelioCare.com. All righty then. I want to thank the uh, beautiful Lisa for doing the phones tonight. The uh, curvy and voluptuous Sherry for... Uh, Handling the Red Hot Love Line phones. The Angular One, Producer Anne, for uh, weaving her producer magic. Also, the One Nut Wonder, Engineer Mike, for, uh, well, he was jovial last night. I, I guess he's hung over today. And didn't see a smile out of him. Too much internet. He's, uh, he's uh, masturbated himself uh, to a bloody pulp. All right, Dan, Dr. Drew. So until next time, this is Adam Carolla for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. You've been listening to Loveline. The opinions expressed on Loveline, especially by Adam Carolla, are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors, or even the character voices. Loveline, produced by Ann Wilkins for Westwood One Entertainment. Copyright 1996. So don't even think it. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com, find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for, then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.